0: We're going to start winning in a bit. Oh, is that? are you sure about that? It feels like we're about to head to the next step in our journey to be a winning franchise. It feels like... Feels like it. We're going to win the NFC South.
1: Okay. It feels like that. Okay. I'm going to take your word for it. I'm going to take your word for it. But I don't know. The number one overall pick, Carolina Panthers have it tonight. We shall see. So once again... You can listen to the draft right here on 99.9 The Fan. Coverage starts at 7 o'clock ESPN Radio. Absolutely. The pick, they officially go on the clock at 8 o'clock. Why can't we just go be like, all right, Panthers are taking this guy. Can we just go ahead? I think at 8 o'clock when the draft starts, your pick should be already in. I've always thought that too. Yeah, like why do we have to put on the clock? I've always thought that too. And here's the thing. They're going to get 10 minutes, and it's going to be 7 minutes in. Then we're going to see the commissioner come up there. Then he's going to read the pick. No, like, I want him walking on the stage at eight o'clock being like, Yeah, damn. by the way, Here Bryce Young, come on up, you're picked. Like, why
0: do you need ten minutes when you've you, already had ten weeks? You've had more than ten weeks. You know what I'm saying? But they've probably had the pick right now, probably only. Well, like, actually they got it through the they had, had the pick ACC like tournament. six weeks or whatever. But yeah, you know, it was but, during the ACC but it's tournament. like like you've had all this time, you visited, yeah. you had, you know, the combine and all that type of stuff. You've already had it.
1: You know what you're gonna do. Well, maybe someone down in Charlotte can tell us. Please. That's why we're gonna bring on Pat Welter, T V five joining us here on the Heaster Automotive Group Hotline. He is down there in Charlotte. Pat, how are things down there? Did someone tell you the pick yet?
2: Uh, They have not told me the pick. What I can tell you is it is raining. uh, It's raining a lot, which is uh, not what you want uh, when you're trying to get all rainbows and sunshine and a brighter future here for the Panthers. But I've arrived. I am right outside their locker room. Uh, looking at the rain-soaked field as we speak.
0: Well, Pat, one thing that my uh, family has always said, like, Mm -hmm. you know, during my wedding, it rained for me and my wife. And so they said if it rains on your wedding, then that means you're going to have showers of blessings for the rest of your life. So maybe this is a new marriage for the Carolina Mm -hmm. Panthers. So we have a big five questions for you, Pat Welter. First off, who are the Panthers going to pick tonight at number one?
2: Yeah, I'm going with consensus. Uh, Unless this is some big elaborate smoke screen, which I don't think it is. I think it's Bryce Young, and I think they probably liked Bryce Young all along. I think some of this was mental gymnastics to kind of keep an open mind, force themselves to have an open mind, go through the process without trying to confirm or deny your bias on the way in. But I think they came out of it the same way they went in, that Bryce Young's the guy. Um, I have had my doubts about him personally. I went into the process liking D.J. Stroud more. But, you know, kind of going through game by game, watching games uh, incomplete over again the last couple of days, last week or so, I just don't think Stroud separates himself athletically enough from Bryce. And it's funny, like you almost take for granted just how many completed passes Bryce has (laughs) compared to some of these other quarterbacks where a lot of the balls end up on the turf. Yeah, Price I mean, the guy—he's undersized, but he delivers, and he's probably the safest option.
0: Undersized, but let's go through his stats: thirty-three hundred yards, thirty-two touchdowns, five interceptions, sixth in the nation in QBR at eighty-six point two, and he had a sixty-five percent completion percentage. And this was in a bad year as far as a- uh, Alabama's um, uh, their weapons—they didn't have a lot of great weapons this year.
1: That's true, and that gives us to, to Pat Walter joining us here on the Heester Automotive Group hotline. Question number two of our Big Five, Pat. Is this quarterback Bryce Young assuming? Is he going to start week one?
2: I don't think he is. I mean, I think, and you guys probably agree with this, maybe you don't, but that you know, that's why Andy Dalton's here to at least give them that safety net to throw out a starter, a guy that had the Saints last year on you know, the cusp of the playoffs to beat out Jameis Winston during mm-hmm. the season. Like, you know, is Andy Dalton going to take you to the playoffs? No, but he'll keep you like, competitive, keep you in games, help you bridge the gap. But I don't think anybody here is ruling out the idea of Bryce, you know, starting week one. Like, you know, Frank Reich the last couple of days has been non-committal about that. But he also knows that they're bringing this guy in to start. Frank Reich even said it's destined to start. It's kind of how these picks come in. And when you've started and been the best player in every team your whole life, I assume Bryce Young is going to feel the same way.
0: Big five questions with Pat Welter from the Big Five. So, number three, will Bryce Young immediately become the best quarterback in the NFC South whenever he does step on the field?
2: Definitely going to have the most upside. I mean, you know, Derek Carr coming in there to the Saints, it's like a matter of just competency and experience that it's going to be hard to match. But I don't think anybody's afraid of him. You're
0: not going to bring up Baker Mayfield? <laughs> and then
2: Baker Mayfield, I don't think anybody's afraid of Baker Mayfield in Tampa. And obviously... You know, uh, Desmond Ritter is, you know, where would he have gone in this draft? You know, he was an afterthought last year, so he's, I don't think yeah. he's the answer for Atlanta. So, yeah, I, there's there's a lot of upside here. The NFC is open for the taking. Mm-hmm. I mean, as we saw last year, yeah. Philadelphia became the best team real quick out of nowhere. So, I think there's a chance for Carolina to elevate quickly. I mean, they've been drafting top ten for, what, five years now? So, <laughs> this is a, a, an, an unusually good situation for a number one overall pick to step into, and, you know, that's kind of what you're hoping for if you're Carolina.
1: Pat Walter joining us here on the Heaster Automotive Group Hotline alongside Chris Lee, Dennis Cox here with you. Fourth question we have of our Big Five for you. If this quarterback, assuming Young, eventually does start, is the QB going to lead him to the playoffs?
2: Not this season. You know, there's just not mm. enough oh. There's not enough talent around him. The receiving core is, you know, a work in progress. Um You got to have some room for some growing pains, the unexpected turnovers, the injuries, which is always going to be a concern with Bryce Young. So I don't expect that. But you also have to expect to win quickly because, you know, it's almost become a cliche now. Like the quarterback on the rookie contract is the cheat code for the NFL. You know, so you got that lesser contract. So the clock is ticking here. David Tepper is uh, very aggressive, uh, maybe aggressive to a fault. uh, Since he's come to Carolina. I guess this is kind of his moment for a refresh, uh, starting the PlayStation over again, if you will, with a mm-hmm. new coach and finally drafting a quarterback. You know,
1: Pat, I think all the the bad weather and all that stuff has got you down. You're supposed to say they're supposed to win 11 games this upcoming <laughs> season, win the NFC South. That's what I was looking get for. To the, you know, get to the divisional round. That's
2: what you're supposed to say, Pat, not the, nah, they ain't making it. What? All right. Well, hey, you know, Russell Wilson, uh, Scott Fitterer draft pick of old, you know, turned uh, the, Se- the Seahawks around pretty quickly on a sure. roster that was kind of tailor made. Uh, you know, obviously, Russell was a, what, a third or fourth round pick, but it's similar situation in that sense where you got a great defense. Uh, you got an offense that you could lean on your running game with guys like Miles Sanders. and Yeah. What? Why not?
0: <laughs> exactly. Why not? Why not? All right. The fifth question in our Big Five with Pat Wilter from the Big Five. What other Panthers newcomer and there's been a lot will make the biggest impact for them? It could be defense. It could be offense. Whatever you choose.
2: I like DJ Chark. Like he was one that oh. kind of like snuck under the radar okay. of the receivers that were signed. Like uh, Thielen's the big name, but you know if you watch Thielen last year, he almost was like reduced to a tight end-like role where it's like short yardage and red zone. Um, You know, he's a little bit past his prime. I mean, good signing, good veteran presence. But Shark's the one that's full of some upside. Uh, This is one of those LSU receivers, and we know there's been a lot of great LSU receivers in the league, Odell Beckham, uh, among them. And he's kind of got that pedigree. He flashed in Jacksonville and kind of got lost on a deep depth chart in Detroit last year but was well utilized there. So he's got an opportunity to really step up and be the field stretcher for a team that doesn't have one right now.
1: If he can stay healthy, that's his biggest thing. When he right. was in Jacksonville early in his career, when he was healthy, he was great, but he has to stay healthy. And I,
0: I will say this, though, when Detroit came to Carolina back on December 24th, when the Panthers had their best offensive game ever. Yeah. DJ Chark actually was the one keeping the the Detroit Lions alive in that game. Yeah. He had a lot of great catches against that Carolina Panthers secondary. So, uh, he,
1: Pat may be on to something. You might be, Pat. Pat, uh, what can people expect if they want more draft coverage directly down in Charlotte with you? Where can people find you, and what coverage are you providing over there on the Big Five?
2: Yeah, I'm hitting about every hour all night. Uh, probably the most TV live hits I've ever done in one day. I think we're <laughs> counting up to about 10 uh, I'm oh, going to wow. be doing. So, yeah. I've been combing through draft footage, trying to get a read on these guys, trying to really understand what the Panthers are taking. And like I said, I've sided on the case of Bryce Young. We'll see if that truly comes to fruition. But we're going to be here for Frank Reich and Scott Fitterer reacting to the pick uh, to see the diehard fans bearing through this weather and getting soaked for the next eight hours that – that want to be a part of this. So, yeah, I'm down here suffering with the rest of them. (laughs) Me and Chris have been in the locker room suffering with the rest of them last couple seasons. And, yeah, hopefully this is the start of a a beautiful friendship.
1: Pat Welter, TV5, thanks for your time, my man. Enjoy life down there in Charlotte. And if you figure out who the pick is before it's actually announced, please let us know. Hit a brother up. Let us know.
2: Absolutely. Breaking news on (laughs) 9910.
1: That's right. That's Pat Welter joining us here on the Heaster Automotive Group Hotline. Again, NFL Draft, 8 o'clock tonight. Coverage on the fan starts at 7 o'clock with ESPN Radio. So we have all the coverage that you need to get ready for the draft. Now, the draft tomorrow, day two picks... Not going to listen to that on 99 on the fan because we have Kane's action. That's right. Game six is tomorrow for the Carolina Hurricanes. But, Chris, I want to know what you're doing on July 8th. I might be backing that thing up. Oh, okay. I might be backing that thing okay, up. Okay, well, guess, guess what? The Force Live yeah. with LL Cool J, yeah. The Roots, Juvenile, and more <laughs> is coming to PNC Arena on Saturday, July the 8th. Let's go. If you want to join Chris... Text cool. Text the word cool to 919 8605Fan. Again, 919 Text the word cool. Winners will be notified this coming Monday, May the 1st. Okay, so May 1st, winners will be notified if you won tickets to go watch this concert. This concert sounds pretty awesome, by Back the way. Back that thing up with 99.9 to fan. That's right. Let's do it. Do it. Draft <laughs> is tonight. You're wearing a Cam Newton jersey. Yes, sir. So you look back at the last time that the Carolina Panthers had the number one overall pick and a new head coach, 2011, Ron Rivera is the coach. They took Cam Newton. Things, I would say, overall worked out for the Carolina Panthers. Worked out very well. I think it worked out very very well.
0: well for the Carolina Panthers.
1: I hope they can replicate that this season, or not only just this year, but the next several years moving forward. I want to see that happen. But history overall look at recent history let's go back to 2010 or so quarterbacks taken number one overall Man, I got history a list. not on the side of the carolina panthers let's go down the list let's go back what 2010 2010 sam bradford didn't work out went to the rams did not work out. That didn't work out for them. It was but, before that? I think 09 was Matt. Oh nine was Matt Stafford. That would say that worked. That out. worked out for them. Yeah. Okay. Actually, but it, but it
0: worked out more for the Rams. I think Matt Stafford kept Detroit kind of relevant for a
1: little bit. Sure. I, I'd say we say worked out it was that, Detroit. I would say well, exactly it's Detroit. Um, but I would say worked out in the sense that they got to a second, second contract, contract with that yeah. team. Okay. So Cam- again, there's a lot of subjectivity to this. But 2009, Matt Stafford. Yeah, it worked out. Oh, uh, 2010. Sam Bradford, didn't work out. Cam Newton, 2011, that worked. 2012, it's going to be Andrew Luck. Andrew Luck. I would say yes, it I would it say did. that worked. I would say because he got to that second contract. Injuries played a factor into that I, because Andrew Luck was a stud. We didn't have
0: a number one overall pick at quarterback for another three years
1: after that. It was 2015. Jameis Winston. Jameis Winston Yeah, that to the did Buccaneers. not work out. <laughs> that did not work out. I will say this about Jameis Winston, though. Especially his last season with the Bucks, that was fun football to watch. It wasn't oh, great, man. but it was fun because either it was a touchdown or it was a pick. You see the jersey I have on right now. Yeah.
0: I'm a Panthers fan. It mm-hmm. was fun to watch my Panthers defense against him because I knew – at least two sacks, and maybe two interceptions would happen in that game. Oh, he threw over 30 touchdowns
1: and had over 30 picks yeah. in the same <laughs> yeah. season.
0: Now he would still throw his touchdowns, of oh, course. Oh, yeah, but exactly. The, but but was, you knew the interceptions were coming.
1: It was fun. Okay, so we had Stafford say yes, work. Bradford didn't. Cam did. I would say Andrew Luck did, but Jameis Winston didn't. The next year
0: after that, mm-hmm. uh, it was Jared Goff.
1: I would say that didn't work. Because you don't if, if it if it was working, you wouldn't have traded him away. Yeah. It's that's one of those like it's 50-50 because like he's still, I think, a
0: good quarterback in the NFL sure. good starting quarterback. But yeah, you're right. The Rams decided to get off of him. Once they did, mm-hmm. they got their Super Bowl. Okay. By the way, Rams picking number one overall within seven years, twice with two quarterbacks. Whoops. That's not too that's not too good. All right. Two years after that, twenty eighteen, mm-hmm. Baker Mayfield. Yeah, it
1: didn't work didn't out didn't work out. He's on his Fourth team already barely worked out with the Panthers. Fourth, <laughs> it did not work out with the Panthers. He didn't they even have a full a season
0: with the Panthers. Yeah, and he he's, was brought in. He's, he's brought in to be the starter. Now he's start. Now he's for the Bucks. Yeah, good Crazy. for him. Uh, the very next year after that, another guy who's considered very small, Kyler Murray. Yeah, I would say that's I no. It's, I'd say a no. It's but you you just said few minutes dude, ago. He get his second contract. second contract. It's he got true. his contract. Now he has to study <laughs> and the contract. You have to look at your film. Yeah. But he got that contract, so you could say that it... Okay. Right, based off the criteria what you said that earlier, I gave... All right, so four and four. After that, 2020, Joe Burrow. Yeah, that's worked out. Absolutely worked I'm
1: going to go... Even though he hasn't gotten to his second contract, I'm just going to go ahead and say that worked.
0: And then uh, 2021, Trevor Lawrence.
1: Okay, oh, yeah, it's a 50-50 tall up. So. It is...
0: It looks like it's going to work. He yeah. looks like he will be the quarterback of the future for the sure. Jags. uh And then... 2020, oh, 2022, excuse me, was Trayvon Walker, but he's a defensive end. He's a defensive line. So, now we go up to 2023. It's looking like Bryce Young.
1: All right, so we look back at the last, since going back to 2009, basically it's 50-50. It is. It's It's 50-50. That's the thing. When we talk about no one actually truly knows, no one really knows how these things are. Nobody knows. knows. No one knows. That's, again- at best, this is a 50-50 thing. Yeah. I will say this, though. If you look at, again, what the Carolina Panthers have given up for this draft, just over the last several years, just to fill this one position, 10 picks and DJ Moore to take this one, you have to hit it. You have to hit it, Chris. Let's do this, though. You have to. To hit it. Let's let's do this. Let's compare
0: during that same time period what the Carolina Panthers have done in the first round, even though it's not quarterback every year. Okay. Let's compare. They didn't have a first-round pick in twenty in 2009 or 2010. 2011, of course, we know is Cam Newton. Yeah. 2012, first-round pick, Luke Keekly. Yeah, that worked. 2013, first-round pick, Starla Tudelay. Now, people are split on this. I think Starla worked. The reason why he didn't stay with the Panthers is because he outplayed his contract, and they weren't willing to pay him that money. They didn't have the
1: cap room to keep him. They didn't have the, they pa- didn't have cap, have the cap room, cap to, keep room to keep him, but he got a big contract somewhere else. I think it was Buffalo from our crowd. Buffalo, exactly. Yeah. 2014, somebody else who ended up at Buffalo,
0: Kelvin Benjamin. That did not work. That did not work out. <laughs> that, <laughs> that did, did not, not work, out. work out.
1: Do you know he was trying to play basketball? He no, was that, trying that's to go Devin to the Funches. Funches. That's Devin Oh, Funches.
0: Funches, Devin Funches, another guy who didn't work out, but that's different. He, he wasn't a first rounder, but yeah, that, that didn't work out either. Um, 2015, Shaq Thompson. It is working. Yeah, it's working right Still now. Still with the team, mm-hmm. and the, I think one of the longest. I think the second longest tenured t- uh, person with on the J. team J. J. right Jansen. now. Jansen is the, is the longest. 2016, Vernon Butler, did not work out. No. So we have two that didn't work. Yeah. Already, and they mm, wasn't good. 2017, was that a pick. Was that that a Gettleman pick? That was a Gettleman pick. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. 2017,
1: Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, I'd say that worked. It worked. I'd say that worked. Very well. Because guess what? If it wasn't for McCaffrey getting traded, they wouldn't have the draft capital to get to number one overall right now. 2018, DJ Moore. Gosh.
0: It worked as he got to his second contract. It did. And (sighs) if the Panthers think about this like this. Think about it like this. If the Panthers hadn't squandered all those picks the last couple years, yeah. they wouldn't all have quarterbacks. Quarterbacks to, they wouldn't have needed to trade DJ Moore. Think about this. DJ Moore is about to play in Chicago with who?
1: Justin Fields.
0: And who could the Carolina Panthers could have gotten in, in the first round a couple years ago?
1: Justin Fields.
0: So that combination could have already been in Charlotte. Yep. The Panthers under Matt Rule, this is a new regime. Panthers <laughs> under Matt Rule. Yeah. Dropped the ball. Yeah, they did. So that's why we're in the position we're in right now. Picking number one. Uh, next year, 2019, Brian Burns. That works. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. He is working. 2020, Derek Brown. First, yeah, i say pick. it's working. 2021, J.C. Horn.
1: This is the all right. This is the, the big hangup. I'm in the middle. Of this, this is the big hangup. So I know he's good when he plays. When he plays, that's the key. He's really good when he plays. When he plays. But that's but that's the thing is that when he's out there on the field, he's awesome. He was so good last year. Yes. So good. He gets hurt again. Yes. It's But that's the pick that they could have used to take Justin Fields. That was, and they took that was Justin Horn. Fields
0: right there. But also that's Horn. the
1: thing. Here's the thing. Can you trust players from South Carolina, Chris? <laughs> <laughs> Can you trust players from South Carolina? Because I can't. Anybody
0: who doesn't know Dennis Jamel Cox, he does not he's not very fond of South Carolina. Or people from South Carolina. So let's just move on. So let's call that what it is, bad move. You took a guy from South Carolina. And last year, they took Ikema Kwanu from NC State. Yeah, that's already working. That's already that's working. already working. So think about it like this. You said that the quarterback situation, so we said that since 2009, mm-hmm. quarterbacks who go number one overall 50-50 is 50-50 at best. 50 at best. Mm-hmm. But the Carolina Panthers, in their first-round picks, since 2009, they didn't have a pick in 2009 or 2010, yeah. so they had it in 2011, so we'll go from there. The only two that we're sure that didn't work out was Vernon Butler and Kelvin Benjamin. Yeah, Everything else has worked out or is working. So the For Carolina, the most part, yeah. The Carolina Panthers have a very, very good track record of picking in the first round. So that's why I'm I'm kind of excited about tonight because yeah. I feel like this should work. It should work. It should.
1: All right. Based based on recent history, this should work. I know. Okay. You as the diehard Panther fan, I know you are 100% all in on this. Are are you 100% all in on Bryce Young? You as the Panther, as the fanning you. I am
0: not 100% all on Bryce Young.
1: Okay. Because
0: I am, um, as a fellow under six foot tall citizen of the United States of America. Okay. Me too. um, You know, I I love love all my guys under six feet tall. I love you. I'll support you in anything. Respect quarterback is different you've got these guys who are six foot five 300 pounds gunning for you Mm -hmm. that's one of the reasons why i didn't want christian mccaffrey you've heard me say this plenty of times i didn't want him to be a three down back going up the middle all the time no because christian mccaffrey is my size he's five foot nine 205 pounds that's not that's that's not that's a lot to take yeah and a lot of those hits I, i wanted him to more so be uh the gadget guy get another guy to go up the middle um, that was my, oh, like a Deontay Foreman, like a Deontay, Foreman. but we let him go to Chicago again. Anyway, anyway, Chicago's getting all the good Panthers. Um, but I, I think that if the Panthers look at him and say that Bryce Young did this in college, 65% completion, uh, percentage, he had one of the highest, uh, QBRs in the nation and it could have been higher if he would have had uh, a good enough weapons. His weapons weren't very good last year. Mm-hmm. If he's the guy and if the tape tells you that, then I'm going to trust him. But I am a little skeptical because I did like C.J. Stroud. I love what C.J. Stroud showed us in uh, that game against Georgia in the college football playoff.
1: Here's actually what has me excited about Bryce Young. He signed with Jordan Brand, right? Oh, he signed yes. with Jordan Brand, yes. but guess who's not drafting him? The Jordan. Charlotte Hornets and Michael Jordan. Jordan is not. That's Japanese. what tells me is actually going to work. But You're right. you know, also signed with Jordan Brand was the number one overall oh, pick. Oh, Zion. Zion. Dang it. Talk about opposite frames. <laughs> That's
0: true. But I will. Okay. But if we're going to go with that, the Charlotte connection is already there through the Jordan Brand. Yeah. Charlotte does have a history of undersized guys working.
1: Talk to me. Who? Muggsy Bogues. Okay. Huh. Yeah. When you think of the Charlotte Hornets, who do you think about? Larry Johnson and Muggsy Bogues. Okay.
0: It's it's probably going to work. I need to see him and Muggsy Bogues do a Bojangles commercial together. Bryce Young, Muggsy Bogues, Bojangles, right there. Bojangles commercial? Bojangles commercial. Drumsticks in each hand. Probably probably
1: not that. No. Well, I mean, L- L- Scott Finner L- 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 did say nutritionally there are ways to bulk <laughs> up. <laughs> that is a way to bulk like, up. And he's like, oh, he's going to do that over time. As someone in their mid-30s, I will say yes, and over time
0: say, you will bulk up in your upper body. We're about to bulk up at Bojangles.